Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics? No, no. See, somebody sent me a video actually last Friday and it had you talking at the socialist community. Oh, right. yes, yes. Uh, and you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a rally and I would have been about 25 years old. Comrade, 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 comrade. That was in 2009. Oh, well, I can't remember which country it was in. Has changed since those days? No, not particularly. No. If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Sustained propaganda. Hello, hello, Grant Edwards from Liberty NZ. Welcome to the livecast. Good to have you along. Uh, hopefully in a moment we'll have uh, a few of my friends join me. We're looking for John Ansell. Hopefully he'll be here. Um, uh, we're looking for Shane Chafem. I hope he'll be here. And Liz Lambert said she'd join us a little bit later on right now, lawyer Liz Lambert is in a very important Zoom call, and uh, so I hope to hear from her. And there's a few other guests that I've invited to, and if you've got something that you want to say, you can you can phone me as well. Um, I listened to the interview this morning with Dr. Alana Ratner with uh, John Ansell, and I have to say that I was shocked, and I'm going to share part of that uh, interview that I heard this morning. And something just dawned on me, and I want to share that with you a little bit later. But uh, in the meantime, here's John McDonald. State your age. 32. State your country of residence. United States of America. State your name. Tom McDonald. Under Section 4A of the Restrictions on Freedom Act, established by the International Police in February of 2022, you have been found to be in violation of several civil disobedience bylaws, inciting public distrust of the government, solicitation of confidential information, anti-institutional rhetoric, unauthorized assembly of civilians with the purpose of protest, and amplifying social unrest. You are a threat to world safety and therefore you are being charged by the international police for the aforementioned disobediences. How do you plead? You know what you call disobedience? You know what we used to call that? Freedom. And what you call inappropriate? I call necessary. What you call lies and conspiracy and anti-institutional rhetoric, I call that the truth. You guys really think you run the world, huh? You think you can just bully everyone and cancel everything? You think you can just push us around so we all fall in line? <laughs> Here's the thing. I've been fighting for the world for a long time for the losers and the rejects and the outcasts and the forgotten, for the abused and the unwell and the disenfranchised. Calm down, Mr. McDonald. No, I've been fighting for our freedoms and our safety and our survival and the way that we remember the world used to be. I've been fighting for the world. Sit down. No, I'm not gonna sit down. I won't shut up. I will not quit. I will not back off. I won't let you destroy everything that people have spent their lives trying to build. 
I have fought for the world for all my life, but do not think for a second that I will not fight against it. That's why you're here. That's why you will never leave here. <laughs> you think you can stop me? You really think you can stop me? It's been me against the world since I was old enough to think. War, famine, natural disaster. The world has fought it all and won. The world is undefeated. We are undefeated. One man will not change that. You see, that's, that's where you screwed up. They say with great power comes great responsibility. You know what else comes with great power? Ignorance. Careless mistakes. The ability to vastly underestimate the people who you have power over. And I am not alone. You can lock me up, you can hide me away, you can shoot me down like a dog in the street, but I promise you, you cannot kill me. My word, my message, my vision, my spirit will live on through Hangover Gang forever. And you know what? I guess you're not the only one making mistakes. Because when I said it was me against the world, I was mistaken. It's not me against the world. It's us against the world. Tom McDonald. But to answer your question, not guilty. I'd never heard of Tom McDonald until I watched this video. I've put the the tech, the um in the in the chat. I've put the YouTube uh, link to that video. It's very good. Very good indeed. Um, Brad, hi, Brad. Uh, come on into the um, to the studio. I want to talk to you tonight along with John. Thanks, John, for joining me. And also Ella, thank hi, you Brad. for joining me. Um, I was listening to your interview this morning, John, with Dr. Elena Ratner, and I was just walking around the building site. And as I heard about eight minutes into that interview, um, this is what I heard her say, and I've made a I've made a recording of it, and I'd, I'd like us to talk about this. So um, just have a listen for yourself. There have been uh, so many deaths in teenagers, and now in little children, and the government continues to pay them off at hundreds of thousands of dollars per death. The exact number that you are paid off depends on your demographics. So if you live in yes. Remuera or Takapuna, you'll get paid close to a million dollars. If you live in Northland, you'll probably get 150 because that's what people expect. And whoever um. would take payment for the life of their child is beyond me because your child is priceless and if your child dies from this vaccine you should be standing on the rooftop scream because it therefore becomes your responsibility to save the rest of the children in this country i mean one can understand a parent who is riddled with guilt for having had their child stabbed uh, and could well take some hundreds of thousands of dollars to not talk about it. But what you just said is 
is everything. It's the it's the responsibility they will be of that for the death, the rest the, of them, for the and for the death of hundreds of thousands That's of right. children. You can be riddled with Not guilt for the own. death of your own child, or you can be riddled with guilt for the death of thousands more children. And that's what is starting to fill me with contempt for these parents, which is not a nice emotion considering what they've just gone through. They've made a mistake and now it's their duty to stop other people from making the same mistake. And no yeah. one is going to blame them for the first mistake because they have been hypnotized and they have never been given enough information to make a true informed consent but they will be blamed yeah. for the future deaths of other children why are they quiet why aren't they saying something john it's just you've calmed down well you've calmed it's you've just calmed down, down haven't john. you <laughs> You were so uh, enraged when you rang me this afternoon. I mm. I was blown away, and you were absolutely right. You know, I, I had to have a bit of a think about it. You're absolutely right. She's absolutely right. Mm. Uh, I might have misspoken when I said hundreds of thousands of kids. Although uh, the and worst worldwide. case scenario, the worst mm. case scenario does say that. Mm. I was meaning New Zealand, but the worst case scenario says that in New Zealand as well. But yeah, I, I would take that back and just say thousands. But um, I you, you're know, quite right to to get that mad. Well, I know I know people that have vaccine injured children. One is a 14 year old girl who ended up in Whangarei Hospital with a heart rate yeah, of 175 yeah. beats per minute. Those parents have gone gone dog on me. Yeah. I can't. I remember you telling me about it. Me. I remember, I remember you. I remember you telling me about it when it happened, and they were they were very, very vocal then. So you're right. You're right to be concerned. I don't have anybody that close. Is um, that bitch paying? But them? you're absolutely. Is that what she's doing? Is she giving I, them a lump sum so. and then giving them a, a monthly amount to keep their mouth shut? Well, if that's the why case, why the hell else the would they parent, go quiet? Why the hell else would they go quiet? If that's the case, John, the parents are bloody murderers of other children. Because as Alana said, well, they should be up on the rooftop screaming and yelling, we lost our child due to this vaccine. Our child is injured due to this vaccine and warning every other person, do they love money more than they love other ch people's children? Well, I, 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 I think, watched a pod. Yeah, carry on. Sorry. I'm, I'm well, I think, this is, I think your approach is relevant uh, in that they may not have thought about it like that before they may oh not have God. you know well That'd they may wrong. not they may not have thought about it quite like that they might have thought well we'll we're, we are so overcome with grief we're selfish we're just being we're just all in we're we're in our own heads we are you know in turmoil and somebody offers money okay all right i'll take you all right yeah all right but when you know i feel a bit ashamed that i need to be told this but um you know, I'm just trying to think like they might be thinking. Um, but you're absolutely right. Alana is absolutely right. Um, normally, people do when they 
when something bad happens to them, they put the word out, like Casey Hodgkinson, hmm. um, at some personal cost uh, to warn others. And I think this is no different from that, is it? Except that they've been paid an enormous amount of money, it seems. Um, I'm not aware of Casey. <laughs> I, I don't know. I rather thought she was scraping to, to be even taken seriously. Hmm. Um, well, but uh, there's, there's money in losing your kid. Uh, and uh, correspondingly, there's a duty. And uh, you've clarified, and I'm ashamed that you had to, or that Alana had to. I, you know. Well, I've, but, I've, I've been uh, feeling yeah, sorry for them as well. Right. But now I'm thinking, you mm. bastards. Mm. And I'm not a man that swears. But I'm thinking, these parents are taking money for their children, death, to shut up. And, and allow other children to die and be injured. Far out. Look, I, I received a, a, an audio uh, this week. If this is true, this is scandalous if this is true. Oh, I got a phone call about an hour ago um, from Jay um, Radatana and um, Tina, and um, they're going to try and get this mother to get a hold of me. Um, her 12-year-old got offered 200 bucks to get the jab today in Greymouth, and he dropped dead at the jab centre. Um, an hour later, she got an email from the Ministry of Health offering her $450,000. Um, yeah, so we've had another little one die. Um, so I'm just waiting for the mum to, well, when she wants to, to reach out, you know. Oh, this is bad, mate. This is bad. I contacted Jay Ratner, she won't talk. Yeah. No. Uh, if it's true, yeah, she's I just got see that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I said to you today, I said I, I was in the business of, of recording radio commercials and trying to get actors to sound like real people. Um, right. And it's not, it's not easy. Uh, and uh, well, that, that 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 recording is 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 pretty. Um, it sounds pretty authentic to me. It's right. a good fake if it's if it's a good fake if not now I think uh, it, it looks like I think Ella is V A N X L Y M J and, and she says I know yes. Yes, yeah you say I know yes. you say I know Tina yes. hi Brad hi um, Ella hi how are you uh, yes and I talk I ask specific and um, uh, she said uh, it's true she know the mother but she can't be reached the mother don't answer don't answer to the phone. Uh, and um, yeah, and for that I understood they go when uh, um, to arrest, to arrest the minister of health or something like that. I don't know. The the, it's a court case or something like that. I didn't understand exactly what's going on, but they will uh, go this Friday. Well, Grand that's something that's happened in New Plymouth. Yes, that's yes. something that's right. happening in New. Now, this is Greymouth we're talking about. As this I understand is it. Yeah, this is great. And Brad Grant. might have some information. Yeah, yeah, Grant, but they go to New Plymouth because New Plymouth, I, uh, I understood, it's the uh, Minister of Health, uh, Lido. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they go there to hand, um, to serve him so, with the RNC yeah. or something. Like Grant, that. something again. Brad, go ahead, Brad. Mm. Grant, did you say that you, you reached out to the mother and she wouldn't talk to you? No. Oh, no, this, with, the, with the injured one, um, I know yeah. that they're a neighbour. And they wouldn't talk to me. Now they were happy to talk to them, me, and now they're not happy to talk to me. Why are they not happy to talk? And I ask, how is, I won't mention the name. Should I mention the name? Yeah. How is Olivia? Oh, she's fine. Oh, look. <laughs> Olivia's fine, <laughs> yeah. 
ironic. Is she fine though? Uh, you, well, why I mean, won't they we, talk we to me? Well, we we do our due diligence and we make sure that our, our kids don't get involved in this sort of stuff. But I think this whole what the parents are doing. Who's, who's uh, typing? Especially, in, you know, who, not me. <laughs> you go uh, ahead, Brad. I think I think what the parents are doing, especially in reference to. Uh, choosing to get their kids involved with this treatment that they've actually been told um, a long time ago when this all started that the kids are going to be fine with the um, the alleged disease and it it's just not good enough I mean if you want to join a clinical trial and you're an adult uh, and you want to ignore uh, what you've been told by the government and all those people that um, provide some form of accountability uh, with um, for free as well accountability for free if you want to ignore all of that and go and get yourself involved in this clinical trial that's absolutely fine you go and do that but um when it comes to your children you, you absolutely have to do your due diligence otherwise you, you you are putting someone else in harm's way now what i really can't understand and i from my experience sitting around liberal circles and their fears about what's going to happen with the environment and climate change i i i do know why these individuals are encouraging this, and, and some of them openly, in terms of this being a method for uh, potential population control. But I, I, I have a message that actually that is from a rat by Tom McDonald. Um, you're worrying about leaving the better planet for our kids. How about leaving better kids for our planet? You, any of you people out there that sort of subscribe to this this method of population control with with possible ramifications of uh, unbelievable suffering. You tell me how this is actually making a better planet moving forward. You de you describe that to me, how that's how that's helping, and and parents who are sweeping this under the rug and taking taking money for the injuries that they help put onto their kids. You tell yep. me how this makes a better future moving forward. Absolutely mm. disgusting. Mm. Yeah, I just it requires um, us to it requires us to regard the planet as do, as as separate from people. Surely people are actually part and parcel of the planet, just like cockroaches are and, uh, and roses and, and whales. Um, we are just as part, much a part of nature, and to, to pretend that we're some other planet on the planet, <laughs> I think there might have been just some, some confusion there. I might be making a fool of myself, but when, Grant, when you said Olivia, um, mm. that's the name of your neighbour's, isn't it? Uh, Granddaughter. Yes, yeah. not, not Olivia Flutie. Uh, no, I think no. Brad so, oh, sorry, was... Brad. Yeah, no. no. no and so they've just gone quiet on me. Yeah, no, don't worry, Brad. Yeah, I sort of thought, well, that's a story. <laughs> um, they've just gone quiet on me, and uh, you know, I'm suspicious. And I was walking around the building site after listening. I was actually, actually I was listening to you, John, and Alana talking. It was about eight minutes into your um, uh, your live cast this morning, and it suddenly dawned on me they've they're all being paid. I mean, she said it, and then I thought, that's why they've gone cold on me. They've gone dog on me, and they're not talking to me. Because I was all set up to do an interview with the parents, with the father, and then they, they just, now I don't, I don't know what's going on. And so I reckon that's what's well, going on. They're paying them to shut up. Now, that is disgraceful. If it's true, I, watched a, I listened to a podcast a couple of nights ago where this man in 1974, he used the Halloween ceremony or the Halloween, um, you know, going out trick-or-treating with the children to kill his own son. He took them out trick-or-treating 
in, and and went to, went to a to a street, pretended that um, the people well the people weren't home, so they went to the next house, and the father stayed there on the doorstep, and then came running running up to the children, and this other man, his friend, and said, "Oh, we've got the look at these. I've found I've got these some um, lovely treats, and they were big long lollipops anyway. So they all got them, and then they came home." And the, the kid said, oh, I'd love to have one of those lollipops. He said, all right then. And so he sort of, I think he was rubbing his hands together or something to try and get the, um, to help get the candy out. And the child said, oh, this doesn't taste very nice. He killed his own son to get the insurance money to buy a better house. What are these parents doing? If they're being offered money by the government to shut up, then they're no better than him. There's well, an old it's, uh, it's like like old natural law uh, dicta um, that goes like this, as above, so below. Yeah, If your government is loaded with moral, or your government and your elitists are uh, loaded with moral relativists, then so shall the population emulate that in return. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, we get the government we deserve, I suppose. We need to deserve a different kind of government. We need... See, Brad, um, I was positing this morning that if everybody in the, including you, Grant, everybody in the... Uh, and Ella, everyone in, in the freedom movement, everyone who's standing up, everyone who's taking risks... We should everyone be the new government, shouldn't we? In, in, yeah, we, you know, we, or, you know... Um, our, our gang, our group, our freedom fighters, activists, are the people from whom a new way or a new government should be selected, you know. And any number of these people, any number of the people we hang out with on these podcasts would would be would earn the would have earned the right to be in that government. Um, just about all of them would be reluctant politicians, and they're the ones we want. <laughs> uh, and uh, nothing else will do, I don't think. There's that saying that uh, to desire to be a politician should, I don't know, what's the word, what's the expression? The desire to, polit to be a politician should rule, rule you out sort of thing, but... Yeah, that is nice, John. But exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's right. hope. Well, I know, Ella, I know I'm, it's, 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 it's naive in terms of history, it's never happened, probably. That's because of the globalists. Doesn't, it doesn't mean That's it all. can't. If uh, with sufficient pressure is applied like it's been applied now, that people have to do something revolutionary, have to do something different. I mean, the people of Iceland locked up their bankers and their politicians. They're a, a nation uh, with a population the size of Wellington. Perhaps it's easier. But they did it um, because they were under sufficient pressure. And so this is a time when outrageous things, outrageous solutions are well possible. Um, I, don't, and I, don't mind, I don't mind outrageous solutions um, so long as they're properly planned and prepared. The, hmm. the biggest problem that we have with these freedom movements is that, I mean, I think I held one collective meeting before the, the Billy Takahi, Billy Takahika election uh, fiasco um, that happened in the last election. And I managed to get the Opportunities Party, the New Conservatives Party, the Outdoors Party, uh, the Social Credit Party, 
um, and the opportunities party all into a, a room and where they could talk about uh, finding a way to uh, overcome the establishment. And here we have this, and, and, it, and it didn't eventuate, um, too many egos, uh, too many, not enough clarity on, on, on what they wanted to do and how they were going to overcome their differences. No conversation surrounding formulating the document and how they deal with that. Because we're all going to have differences. We're all going to have issues. There's no denying that. We're a freedom movement. We, we want to be free and we want to be free in different ways. But the biggest problem that we're having is, is nobody's even um, bothered to suggest getting together. We've, we've suggested a few times. People don't show up. Things are getting worse. Uh, people are taking their, their young children in. Um, and children are either dying or getting injured, and still all the groups stand there separately doing their own separate moves, and they, they on a whim, decide that they're going to do this without having a conversation with everyone else to figure out what the government might do yeah. in response to that, what are our weaknesses, how can we plan and prepare this better so it works out in our favour, and so we can actually start moving in a direction and where we deliver real results for our constituents. And our constituents aren't just our supporters. It's the people that don't even know what the hell's going on. And so if we can't even have the conversation about how we plan and prepare together out of all the multitudes of movements that are out there, and there must be an average of about 300,000 people in our constituency, which vastly outnumbers what the government has. Never mind the rest of the population. The rest of the population are inert, and they're going to basically do whatever the television says. So whoever secures the television and secures the government, secures the rest of the population. It's all about how you do it, though. And, and we're not going to be able to get anywhere near that goal if we don't start having conversations, all the groups. And, and, and if the top members of Voices for Freedom and Groundswell can't get into a room together, then just nominate other facilitators to jump in their place. We're running out of time. If we're not getting together, all the major groups, and having conversations about how we plan and prepare properly, we're not going anywhere. It's correct said, Brad. Uh, I think we need a leader because if we do a movement, for example, uh, with the convoy, we go in, in Wellington and um, uh, succeed, you know, we all the government uh, is down. We have to have people to put in place uh, because other way we just remain without government and what? What else? So we need to have some people to stay in front. We need to be to have one person to to be as our name of a movement. I think is that just Spreet in the house? Um, in yes, uh, uh, just, yes, just Spreet. It's Hindi. Hindi for just Spreet, I think. Ah, she's unmuted herself. <laughs> Good on you, Spreet. Just Spreet. <laughs> no, I, I think I've, I'll manage some possible English. <laughs> no, I saw. Actually, I think. I think. Why? I think your your name R Y B V N P N P is must be Hindi. Absolutely none. Yeah. Well, I think you're talking about. We're talking about leaders now. You see, I just my mind flicked to you for some reason. I don't know why I should do that, but. Uh, mm. yeah, leaders, got, leaders, leaders is great, but the, the the problem is, is that um, I think what. Uh, we're talking about here is we're talking about a transitional government and we're not even mm -hmm. at the stage of um, nominating people who are actually going to be able to fill those roles confidently. I mean, who's to say that we succeed, we remove the government and then all of a sudden uh, the individuals that we nominated turn out to be um, a, 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 
a different kind of worse than the ones that we had. So, uh, I mean, the first thing we've got to decide on is a structure that eliminates the tilt towards tyranny, some sort of constitution. And then we've got to start talking about how, how we're going to transition over into a, a new structure. But, the, the, I mean, these are all conversations that um, come after several other pieces of conversation that we're going mm. to have. Like, how are we going to perform actions that get people who are sitting on the fence onto our side of the fence instead of them going, no, no, we can't let these insaneists take over. Um, mm. Let's let's get off our butts and stop being inert and help the government keep power. Like these, we need to have conversations about actions that are actually going to work in our favour and then allow us to re and, and have these actions revealed to us individuals who are going to fit in those roles really well. Like, there's a, like the conversations that we have to have are, are weeks, days long that we haven't had any oh, of these right. conversations yet. None. And the we're going to be too busy, too busy trying to save But I think the, 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 a way to do it would be to have some sort of uh, central event somewhere like Taupo or something, uh, you know, f a coming together, I suppose, um, of the different uh, That's what the roadblocks have been for. standing up and... And uh, you know, people make their pitch, make their pitch for their for their concept. Um, maybe it's uh, with uh, Zoom calls as well, but uh, mm. some central focus, some central uh, mechanism for with with that purpose in mind. Can we can all these independent thinkers form up into an entity that is so compelling? Or so united, or so has so much in common. Hopefully, honesty being the, the foremost attribute. Experience in running governments would not be, you know, that we would be very, very poor at that because we haven't done it. But, but you know, uh, is there a uniting principle or set of principles that would conceivably electrify a large number of people more than any other political party has before? Uh, because it's just its time has come. It's it's uh, it's time for common sense or whatever that is. Um, uh, I, can, I maintain I it is Brad's, possible. Yeah, I can I can sense yeah. Brad's frustration here when he was talking about it, and I have seen it. Like I am, I often say I'm not meant for the single leadership role. I'm more of a facilitator. But you're dealing with people very frequently with very fragile egos, and. And still, people are not seeing how close we are, how, I mean, how far we've come into dangerous territory and not really, you know, getting the shit together. We've been mm. trying here um, last night. I was up with some friends, caught up with a few people, including Rob Wilson from the AAG and a few others. Now, we were talking about the local body elections that are, I think, 8th October is the date. Now, we were talking about the exact same thing, how we are not able to bring people together. We have groundswell that is, you know, a substantial following, I would say. I see close to 60,000, 70,000 supporters on their page. And they are working against some of these council regulations and all. And yet, you speak to these groups, and I have all respect for, you know, the organizers of groundswell and all. But unless we find common ground, there are other people like Rob, uh, XAAG and a few others who've been talking about what the councils are doing to push the UN agendas. Groundswell sticks to only the unworkable legislation, which is fine, but unless you look where it's coming from, no one wants to go to these places, you know? Oh, now nah. everyone is just focused on uh, 
keeping their flock together, if I may put it like that, mm. and not venturing point. elsewhere. Parties. Um, I was just in reference to those points, uh, and, and to John's point, I think we already have the, um, the, the uniting values um, and the uniting things that we can get behind. Um, and, and we also have we also have quite a massive leverage in terms of the types of groups we have. Like you were saying, Jaspreet, we've got groundswell. I mean, that's that's everyone's food. I mean, if we're going to be starting to experience food shortages because of um, because of import problems internationally for all the problems that are going to be existing internationally, we we hold the the I guess the distribution power of, of food for everybody else. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I, I also have to caution in terms of um, any direction that promotes um, taking over this jurisdiction. This jurisdiction is laden with a, a hundred, uh, well, I can't remember exact amount, but billions of dollars worth of debt. Debt that's not ours if we don't consent to being a part of that jurisdiction. And we have to be very careful about how we go about this. And so that's why it's very important that we have this conversation I don't care if um, if Groundswell wants to keep their flock. They can do that. They can still be Groundswell. But the reality is, is that Groundswell is not going to serve its constituency unless it gets its constituency out from under all of that debt. That debt has only increased. I don't care what what any government says. Oh, we've we've managed to get our um, debt down to twenty percent of our GDP. Yeah, okay. But has the debt? increased every single year no matter who's in government yes that means your taxes and everything that you have to pay increases every single year which means you have a faulty governance structure and you have a faulty government and the fact is is that the only way they've been able to get you um joined to that debt is by um getting you to consent to their jurisdiction through fraud and any agreement induced by fraud, cannot stand, which means all you have to say is, well, hey, hang on a sec, now I've realized that fraud is occurring, I'm going to leave this jurisdiction because it's no longer lawful and we can create our own. The reality is, is the government doesn't run this country, businesses do. And if the businesses don't want to suffer underneath this terrible model anymore, then they can go and create their own jurisdiction. The funny thing is, is that's all the Crown Corporation did. It doesn't have a proper mandate. It doesn't have a right to um, be the government of this country. They just did it. And we've got multi multitudes of different um, small groups that are setting up their own jurisdictions, but they're not getting a, a huge amount of help. But here we have here a large constituency that wants to live in a free society, an example of ordered liberty, um, and they're sitting there watching us move towards a society that is the complete opposite of that. That's, that is the simple message. If we don't want to live under that, under complete tyranny, then we need to get out from under it, and we have to have conversations on how we do that. Mm. We do. We were talking about the same thing with Rob Wilson last night, jurisdiction. That. What's the mechanism by which you, you, you attempt, by which you make the attempt to get some sort of i mean it's almost childish to say agreement between between even 5 million people let alone 7 billion people 8 billion but i suppose you have to settle for the top of the you know 
pitching it at the top of the bell curve um, and hope that you get most people. I, I, I still believe there's such a thing as common sense that could be proven by laying out the various options on whatever it is. And I think it's reasonably predictable which, which option would be, would be chosen. But um, how you satisfy the people who otherwise want to be united but not on that particular thing where they're an outlier <laughs> you know? and we're all going to be in that position uh, sooner or later. Uh, that's normally called democracy. That's normally the worst of all, the worst system apart from all the others. Uh, and that's how we've managed things so far. But there has to be some philosophy articulated, I suppose, in such a way that, that most people go for it. Because if it's only, if we only get sort of 2% or 3% or 5% of people going for it, then you might, not as, might as well not get out of bed and you're just going to have the same old mm. two-party tyranny or multi-party Somehow, it, we've, someone we've got to make a case for honest, honesty, freedom, fairness. I'd chuck in excellence because that's what the policies need to be. Um, and it's not naive if a lot of if if enough people say it's not. It's possible if enough people say it is. Um, that's the problem with conservatives. Everybody thinks that nothing can be done for the first time. But of course it can, because history is studded, studded with things that have been done for the first time. They're the only things we know about. <laughs> the only things worth studying are the things that have been done for the first time. Um, but it's, it's easy enough to say that. It's not quite so simple to, to weld together a, um, a philosophy that carries, you know, enough people. But it should be possible. It should be a lot easier to to carry the day on the need to get rid of the entire political class. Now, that would be an easier proposition than deciding on the one that should replace it. Does that make sense? Am I, is that right? I think that might be right. Well, I didn't trust any of them. I mean, Ella, yeah, it's easy to make that case. Yeah, Simon O'Connor, Ella, but I've... Uh, sent him many messages. I've commented on his post and I've said, are you going to say something about the injured and dying children that have from the vaccine? Are you going to say something he or can't. are you going to be silent? He, he, and he's, he, he won't answer. He's whipped. He can't. He can't. And, and this was the same when... Um, when that, well, then he uh, must go. Fitzsimons, when Jeanette Fitzsimons went in. Complete mm. change of character the moment she signed the contract. Because this yeah. is the thing that most people don't realize, and this is probably one of the most important things that all these groups need to find out now. Our okay. government is a corporation. And most people will go, okay, what's the problem with that? I mean, lots of things are corporations. Well, let's ask the question, should a state be a corporation? Well, the first thing we have to ascertain is what are the two roles? Corporation is to pursue profit. Nothing wrong with that. That's its role. The other, the other thing is the state. What's the state's role? To protect the people in the land. Ah, okay. Now, could these two roles be diametrically opposed to each other? Well, it seems so, because whenever you send good, um, seemingly good-intentioned individuals into this corporation, all of a sudden they can't do 
that thing that is to protect the people and the land because the corporation's focused on something else. Ah, has this been a problem that's been um, uh, replicated in the past? Yes, it has. It was when church and state merged and it was all about um, uh, pursuing the things that those who led the church dogma wanted. Now we've basically got corporate dogma in our state. That's why we need to separate it. Our state is not doing what it's supposed to do because it's not a state anymore. It's a corporation, which means any individual you send in becomes an employee, I a slave of that, com um, that corporation. Every single person that identifies with their dog, Latin, legal person is a slave of the corporation. We are civil slaves of a Roman-based a Roman -based system that has turned our state into a corporation. That's why we need bread. to separate it. But Brad, these these are men and women that are in this corporation. These are men and women with children and conscious. They all have a conscience that God, their creator, has given them. And they know that children are injured and dying from the mRNA serum, the experimental yeah, vaccine. If you, if they know it. People with enough short-term gratification, they, they, give up, they, they give up their standing as a man, man and woman. They well, then they're not fit person. to govern. They're not. That's what this discussion's government. about. That's what this tonight's that's about, Grant. That's why not. you. Yeah. That's that's why you need to separate corporation from state. You can't have people who are beholden to the whims of a corporation attempting to serve the people in the land. They can't do it. That's what that's John said last anymore. night. Uh, was it John? It was someone said that last night? Exactly that, Brad. That Mussolini. Uh, who was it? Shane. He said that uh, Mussolini, um, he was pushing corporatism, which was turned out to be fascism. So that's what that's yeah. what we've got now, haven't, haven't we, Brad? That's what you're telling us. We've got yeah. fascism. I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, Jacinda this, Jacinda this, Lux and this, Lux and that. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, I mean, if you go and watch a few documentaries um, that sort of allude to this, um, one of them's, uh, I think it's NZ Revolution on, on YouTube, and it's got a five-part series of what was going on in the 80s. And, and, and what that. you realize is that the, the people, um, even when Jim Bolger went in, he literally couldn't do anything on his manifesto because he had a, he ended up, um, uh, there was a group of people from the business roundtable and treasury who came around to his house and said, uh, well, you can't do this because we've got this problem. I mean, the people that you elect in, a lot of people assume that they become the executives of this corporation. It's more likely that they become the employees of this corporation because the direction of this corporation has been the same for the last 32 years. So how do we get rid of these bastards? How do we get them out, you move, Brad? You move out of this jurisdiction. The jurisdiction assumes that this corporate state has authority over the country. It doesn't. How do we rally the people to do that? Well, like you said, we've got 3 to 5%, but some people think that's not enough. Well, it's more than what they've got. We need to look at the battlefield as it not being us versus the entire population and the government. The entire population is there, not sure what to do, all on the fence. It's only us versus this corporate state that doesn't have a real mandate to govern. I mean, we've, we saw this up in Northland in terms of the, what happened when she put Northland into orange and quickly came up here and did the envelope ceremony. They secure mm. their mandate from a very tiny, small group of people, while we have people in Northland who... Who, who can't afford uh, as it is to work, but they make uh, to 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 survive. But they make time to go and protest against that because they don't have our permission, they don't have our consent. But people don't actually know that they 
that, that, that for this corporation to exist, it requires our consent. And so long so, as there are people consenting to it, it will exist. So you're telling our listeners and people that are outside of New Zealand that are listening here tonight that New Zealand is not a uh, constitutional monarchy with the Queen as head, no. of head of state. We have a no, corporation. Has, all right. That's, mm -hmm. I, I'll touch on that. The Queen, mm. all right, the English crown, the Queen, Queen Elizabeth, has not been occupying the crown for a generation. Good grief. And how do we know this? I've heard this a lot. I hear a lot of things a lot. I don't know anything. I just hear things. But um, a lot of the things that I've heard, I'm now taking more seriously than when I first heard them. Um, Me too. Including some very nasty things to do with children and uh, that's very and simple. That's a very masons and, and all that. But, I, that. We, but we, as far we, as the corporation we, is concerned, yep. We asked. Go ahead, Brad. We asked the we asked the government. And the government literally told us. We asked, is, the, is, the, is, the, is Her Majesty the Queen and Right of New Zealand the defender of the faith, which is Queen Elizabeth? He, and the, the person in government that, that we asked, I can't remember his name, I'd have to ask Alistair Waite for the particulars of that because he asked that question. He that was said the, no. the secretary, wasn't it, of the Governor-General? I think answered so, that. yes. That's yeah. He answered that question mm. and he said no. And it's quite obvious because Her Majesty and Queen of Right of New Zealand was registered on the US Securities and Exchange Commission. It's not registered there anymore. We think it's in the process of transferring over onto the Chinese stock market. Hence all the massive policy changes and the intense measures of this, these policy rollouts coming out. That's what we think. And so I'd like you, to see a debate you, so that, on that. Yeah, mm. I'd, like, I'd like to see... Uh, I'd like to see everything debate. I'd like to see everything debated point by point and side by side, so that the, there is a there is a a moral requirement, or at least a, a emotional pressure to turn up to the debate. Uh, it would be a relatively simple process to say, right, this is the proposition. The proposition is New Zealand is a corporation. Um, yeah. It might be you, Brad, that putting that putting that proposal, and you're in the you're in the eyes column, a a y e s, and. Uh, in the nose column, expected to turn up is the state. <laughs> uh, if they don't turn up, that's sort of almost point proven. Um, but, you know, and you you have a <laughs> – this is my idea of what I call the House of Common Sense, like the House of Commons, uh, an on, a, a debate debating platform where things are written down uh, and simply. And if it, if it took off, then um, and it became the way to, dis to settle all disagreements – by calmly stating fact for fact, um, there would be a, a huge incentive to turn up and to answer that charge. And I think it could be quite amusing even how that charge was answered. And the same with things related to, to COVID, to vaccines, to climate change, to absolutely anything. I reckon I that would be a... I reckon that would be a step in the right direction to make that a thing, to make that ubiquitous. I don't like big words like that, but to, to put it everywhere, like the Wikipedia of debate, it just was the thing that you did. Uh, you say, oh, well, okay, well, someone says this. So I thought it was rather silly, but, you know, we'll put it down uh, and then we'll have the, the, contrary, the contrary view over here, point by point, uh, and you know watch them um, get played out. You know what's funny, John? I, I actually am very certain that the government would not deny that they're a corporation. I think the big debate would actually be, 
whether 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 states should be corporations. That would be the tricky yeah. debate. I don't think the government would deny that it's um, that it's or say that it's not a corporation. I think what it would try and do would be attempt to debate the the rationality behind having um, governments as corporations, which I'd love for them to do. Yeah, they um, dismiss it. They minimize the it as debate. a. They minimise it as some sort of book entry. Don't worry about it. It's just a, it's just a thing, you know. It's just a, it's just a cinema. It's, it's just a, one of those arcane, silly things that it doesn't actually matter. That's what they'd say. That I, I imagine that's what they try to do with all all things like that. And you just have to persist and say, okay, well, just tell us why it's not a thing. Tell us why it doesn't matter because it sounds like it matters to us. And they're they're, for, they're forced to to answer the next. You know, they're forced to answer that question. Um, and, Does uh, anyone know what's happened with the judge, and and what was that case about? Now, John, I, I was a bit confused. I thought that that case in the High Court with the this Judge Ellis, yes. I think her name was. Uh, I thought this was about um, uh, stopping the vaccine rollout, but uh, I've heard. Well, it she's come name. back. Yeah, yeah, she's come back. This is a, I'm, I'm reading now from this. Uh, Sorry, Brad, hell. you come back in, on your subject if you want to. I just wanted a, a little yeah, interlude just to find out about that. You, you do well, come back she, on that, Brad. She has, yeah, uh, we do rather step on Brad. I, I apologise. I rang up Brad mm. to apologise that I was all over him the last time because I couldn't actually hear. Anyone that can pull tasers off, you but, just uh, like get, get yeah, tasered in the yeah. chest and then put, rip them off and carry on. Defending He's not going to be too bothered, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> taser man. So, but target. But since you're target, that would inspire some real action from people. And you know, I'm seeing the truck sure. convoy, which I, which you know, I, I support. But I also support having a very careful think about it as well, because um, I know how the government works in terms of their narratives. And if there's a food shortage coming, and that gets blamed on the truckers, and then on our constituency more. Well, that's going to turn those fence sitters less into fence sitters and more like useful tools for the government. So we have to be careful about every action that we propose and um, and, and prepare for because this 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 is absolutely a war for the hearts and the minds of the people. And if you're losing that war, you're losing every single war. I said exactly the same thing to somebody. I said, "Oh, this truck thing's going to backfire," but we keep hearing stuff out of Canada that their one. Well, it does seem to be inspiring people. The public are buying into it. Um, anyway, so I'm I'm on I'm on the fence. I I'm sort of partly worried about it and partly thinking, well, it might you know if it's Canadian things working, well maybe it maybe a Kiwi one can. Anyway, Grant, you asked about this court case and the judge declines the legal bid to immediately halt vaccine rollout for kids. Um, and of course, she would. Seems, She's bound by contract. She seems sickening. Yeah, yeah, it seems sickening. And, that and the corporation reasons is she... down to the contract between them and Pfizer. See, this is the yeah. problem with corporations. Like, if we could get into a debate as to why we shouldn't have corporations as a state, it's because they get bound to contracts with multinational corporations that are seeking to profit um, in the absence of morals. And then they've just bound our state, which is a corporation, to that contract as well. And then you've got all your judicial. Um, sectors that are also under the same um, corporation bound to that contract as well. You just, you're bound every step of the way if you're under that banner of that legal person slash corporation. That's why you can't have corporations as states. Does it, is it because it's a corporation that, a state that wasn't a corporation would still 
you know, would still be bound if they've signed uh, an agreement, if they're yeah. desperate enough yep. to, to be it's beholden only bound to... to a constitution. It's, it's bound to a constitution which binds it to the protection of the living man and woman and the land and the creatures that inhabit it. That's that. That's what you. That's what you stipulate in your constitution, and you build the structure of what governance would look like to mimic that effect. And then you can set up uh, corporations and departments that aren't sort of part of the state, but they 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 work in their role to develop opportunities and 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 profit if if that's if that's the goal of that corporation. But the goal of the state is not to pursue profit. It is to protect people in the land and. That's where you, if you merge it with a corporation, then profit becomes something that's uh, that's standing in the way of that role. Is America much is made of the American Constitution? Uh, are they a are they a corporation as well? I know I'm supposed to know this. Uh, I think so, but the, cons the 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 amendments in the Constitution are uh, are a pain, and and especially the way that their states are set up as different jurisdictions. Um, some are stronger to the Constitution, and some have um, basically subverted their interpretations of the Constitution to make the Constitution meaningless. So in terms of when I was writing this Constitution, I noticed those weaknesses in the U.S. Constitution tried to um, shore those up for the one um, we were working on for here. What's the Indian? Uh, I always like to pivot to India because they seem to do things laterally compared with us, Jaspreet. You, do you have a Constitution... Yep. Worth uh, talking about? Or yep. anything that works anything that works over there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we very much have a constitution that works over there, but uh, more than anything, I think, uh, like even in the farming space, what is happening? If just the sheer numbers, a country of fourteen hundred million people, and the fact that there is no social welfare is people are people are never people never look at the state you have massive amounts of tax evasion in india i would know i was a mortgage underwriter and we were told of looking at different ways to ascertain the income because we knew the income tax returns would never show the right figure because the simple mindset of people was why should we feed the beast we get nothing mm. from it and uh, that's why like very good. Constitution or no constitution, it's more the people, this thing, um, call it the way people think or call it just the fact that there's utter disregard for the corporate machinery, for the government machinery, mm. utter lack of respect, mistrust. And that's why you see um, like what's what happened to farmers in India. What needs to be done by force in a country like India, just because of the sheer numbers, even though they have much smaller land holdings, Easily is can be done just as easily in New Zealand with legislation, the stroke of a pen, because we are far fewer and uh, far more uh, compliant, I would say, because we, just as these mandates have shown over the last year, and I'm not sure if I'm actually answering the question you were looking at, but what I'm trying to say is, even if there was no constitution, just the sheer number of people and the fact that... Uh, the very vast majority are not dependent on the state for anything makes it a very different mindset when governing. Yeah. Yeah, the three Ps. The, distrust the police, the police, the press, and the politicians. And, uh, Five Ps, actually. Police, press, politicians, profit-dealer. 
pawnbrokers. Uh, Don't trust anybody. <laughs> but apart from that, everyone's very compliant. Yeah. Not, not really. Too big, I mean, too big yeah. to fail or too, too big to succeed, I suppose. The government is too, well, the population is too no, big. I mean, the population is just to too be, much to and be scattered and to be too, too, much, uh, too left to its own devices. No one's dependent on the state. You get nothing from the state other than bare rations of, I would say, I think if you're below the poverty line, you get about 20 kgs of grain a month. That's it. So you're not, yeah, the vast yeah. majority has never looked upon the state as a savior or with any kind of a position of tr trust or, you know, nah, we've never looked at the state as a benevolent ruler. They're more resilient and self-sufficient. They have to be. Jespreet is a Southland farmer, aren't you, Jespreet, for our people that have just joined us? You're a farmer in the south of New Zealand, right at the very bottom, down where the penguins are. Yeah, I should actually put a disclaimer there. I've hardly done any farming this year. I've pretty much been the relief worker during carving, and after that, this sort of thing has taken over. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah carry, carry on. I, I inter interfered with your tra train of thought. No, but it was just when you're talking about the Constitution, what I was trying to impress was that just the sheer number of people who are pretty much ungovernable because – you need some sort of codependence, interdependence, isn't there, for people to pay heed to it? I don't know what you mean yeah. by that. That, oh yeah, that that's essentially the first part of um, the constitution we were writing. It, it basically outlines the, the similarities that we all share, regardless of our differences, and mm. it, it tries to bring attention to that and even uh, express it in um, Te Reo and 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 English. Um, to just show people that it doesn't matter what your political views are, what your what your ideas are, what your opinions are. Uh, we as a country, especially when we get together to support the All Blacks or our sporting teams, we share these values, undoubtedly so. And if it can get ninety percent of the population nodding, going, "Yeah, we do," how do we how do we express that in the governance and in, in, in terms of um, getting those beneficial relationships so we can work together if we have to. How can we express that in the document and constrain the formation of government tending towards tyranny and creating a governance model that creates some sort of accountability structure so we don't get back to this this stage again? I suppose stage one is agreeing on what we... Agreeing on what we oppose. As I said before, that's to me, is, is, a, is an easier thing to do than agreeing on precisely how we fix it. But... I think it, it, it should be quite possible as time goes by, as bodies pile up as well, um, to get more and more buy-in to the fact that our political system, not just the Labour government, but the entire system um, is not fit for purpose. And so that would be stage one, getting everyone on board with that. Uh, stage two, you know, you're then at the Hillary step, as we say in Mountain Club, well, they say in Mountain Club. You've then got to go for the summit and actually provide the the healing, uniting uh, solution. But at least it's, I think it's doable to at least to get people to the to the accept to the broad acceptance that the whole political class needs to be swept away. And you're absolutely. You're absolutely correct that the system is not fit for purpose. And I just want to um, touch on a, a couple of points here in, in, term, in, in reference to 
why the system's not fit for purpose. I mean, what we have is we have a government. Um, the government is selected via um, what the media influences us to choose every um, uh, every three years. And it seems like the media influences us to choose uh, national for nine years, Labour for nine years, and that'll carry on until there's some massive reforms that, that smash the people in a big way. Uh, and then it only lasts for six, like you have with Longy and what you're going to have with Jacinda. Uh, Jacinda's going to be out um, at this next election. I, I, I really do believe that, much like Longy. Longy resigned, um, which brought the capitulation of the Labour government that started the neoliberal economic revolution. And that was really, really hard on a lot of people. So it was understandable why Labour didn't um, last that long. But, I mean, what you've got here is you've got a predictable sequence of six years under Labour, nine years under Jim Bolger's National, nine years under Helen Clark, nine years under John Key, and now six years under Jacinda. What you've got is six, nine, nine, six. And that's the pattern that we've all been influenced to vote in for the last um, few decades. It's it's unbelievable. So then you look we've got at a very, you... we've got a very very different situation now in the world. We've got we've got a, yeah. a, a critical existential issue which we've never had before. Hey, Shane's Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yep. You there, Shane? And that's so that's that, no the old rules. I don't think necessarily need to apply in no. in a in a crisis like this one. But let's look at the system. I mean, what we've got is we've got a system that has an upper house that rules over everybody, and the only the only thing that forms the accountability structure is activists, activists who haven't um, learnt how to be organised, how to plan, how to prepare, how to put actions into motion that deliver results. Um, and we've got a constabulary that's merged with the Office of Enforcement, which where the two roles contradict each other. You don't have the constabulary working for the people and the accountability structure, which would be the lower house. And you don't have um, and, and a separate role for the enforcement officers that work for the government. They've merged the two. And now the constables can't even investigate crimes that the government's committing because they rely on them to be paid because they're employees of a corporation. So essentially what you have here is you have a system that seeks to rule you rather than serve you. So therefore, it's not a state anymore. Mm. Shane, you there? We've sort of gone, we've gone off topic yes, a bit. Sir. I mean, it's all very good. But, you know, I, I, I started this tonight because I'm enraged that I'm, I'm convinced that parents are taking money to shut up and allow other children yeah. to be uh, damaged by these vaccines and killed. And yeah. they're taking money. If yeah, this I'm, is I'm true, what too, Alana said, this, I'm outraged. This is why it's happening. We have, we have no protection. We have none. We have no, no way to go around and go and tell these parents, hey, this is somebody that represents authority. This is the uniform that represents it, so you can take it seriously. This is a person mm. that's going to investigate these crimes. They're telling you to stop taking your kids to these jab centres. We've got no protection. We've got no representation. All we have is regular citizens, and it's understandable why these people are going to say to us, why should we listen to you? We're so yeah, what used people? to listening the parents. to people who I'm have I'm talking brand. about the parents. Yeah. yeah. The parents the that parents have lost a child. To us. But the parents that have lost a child from being vaxxed, they're taking money? Yeah. Yeah, and allowing other children to die? Of course they are. So what you're, That's you're got nothing to do with a corporation. Yes, it does, though. Uh, and here's, here's why, Grant. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. 
you've been influencing the country, all right, to basically um, curl up in their guilt and basically take short-term gratification as a remedy for it for years and right. years and years. Conditioning them. Right, the most, yeah, you've been conditioning people to be victims, to wallow in their guilt and to um, take short-term gratification as a, as a means to overcome it. And, and that's exactly what that family did, Grant. They injured their child, they felt absolutely guilty, and they took the money. And that's been, that's been um, basically conditioned into the populace for decades, for university, everywhere, on your television, on your advertisements. It was no wonder that they're going to pick that choice. It's been incentivized. The money or the bag? So and too good. But What's it going to be? The money or the bag? So the point of raising that grant is to is to is, is perhaps to put pressure on those people. I don't uh, I don't fancy doing that, but we have to. You know, they, they have to somehow. You know, I don't fancy feel, doing it. Uh, they have to feel have to. the guilt. Uh, yeah, the guilt of the guilt of see as as Alana quite correctly put, I think said. You know, we don't blame you for making the mistake because you were hypnotized at the time. We blame you for not alerting others to the consequences of that mistake, which you alone, well, in your social circle, you alone are qualified to talk about. That is to say the parents of the deceased child. That parent can do an enormous amount of good. At the moment, they're all staying quiet and people like us who know about it are being rubbished and ridiculed and uh, insulted because none of them will stand up and prove the point. I mean, I'm thinking particularly of a a lawyer up in uh, up north somewhere, the father of a girl whose name we might remember, who died. Mm. Uh, we need to mention it, though, was, don't we? If we know the name, we should say it. Well, well, should was we? apparently going to going to take. Yeah, Elizabeth Isabella Alexander was the was the seventeen mm. year old. There's no Elizabeth, doubt about that. I don't think Elizabella Isabella, Isabella. Isabella Alexandra, and her yeah, father's and she, a lawyer. Yeah, and he and took he, money. They, did he? They were going to take a case. They were enraged. This is what I was told. I have to remind myself I don't know anything. I know hardly anything because everything I think I know, I've been told by someone else or read in a book or watched on TV or something. Mm. But all of the information says that uh, they've gone quiet. You know, they were going to stand so, up. That's what I'm finding. They will go quiet on me. Make a case. He was a lawyer. And you just have to, it seems reasonable to believe that a large amount of money changed hands they apparently were riddled with guilt because it was their idea because the mother apparently was sick and they rather all thought that they should, you know, get vaxxed to help the mother. One of the girls died and uh, there was an uncle who wanted to do something, but this just hasn't gone any further. Um, Shane has just joined us and John, sorry to interrupt Shane's just joined us, could I just play the interview just a portion, just a two minute portion of the interview with you and Elena so that Jane can, uh, sorry Jane Shane can can have an understanding of why I'm He may already already know, I don't know Have you heard that interview this morning, Shane? No, I have not 
Can I play this for you and you you give us your opinion on it? There have been uh, so many deaths in teenagers and now in little children, and the government continues to pay them off at hundreds of thousands of dollars per death. The exact number that you are paid off depends on your demographics. So if you live in yes. Remuera or Takapuna, you'll get paid close to a million dollars. If you live in Northland, you'll probably get 150 because that's what people expect. And whoever um, would take payment for the life of their child is beyond me because your child is priceless and if your child dies from this vaccine you should be standing on the rooftop screaming because it therefore becomes your responsibility to save the rest of the children in this country. I mean one can understand a parent who is riddled with guilt for having had their child stabbed uh, and could well take some hundreds of thousands of dollars to not talk about it. But what you just said is is everything. It's the it's the responsibility they will be with of that for the death, of the rest for the, of them, for the and for the death of hundreds of thousands That's of right. children. You can be riddled with not guilt for the death own. of your own child, or you can be riddled with guilt for the death of thousands more children. And that's what is starting to fill me with contempt for these parents, which is not a nice emotion considering what they've just gone through. They've made a mistake and now it's their duty to stop other people from making the same mistake. And no yeah. one is going to blame them for the first mistake because they have been hypnotised and they have never been given enough information to make a true informed consent, but they will be blamed yeah. for the future deaths of other children. You see, Shane, if you could comment on this, I, I, I don't know if I can accept what Brad Flutie was saying to me, that it's because we're a corporation. The corporations are run by human beings. They're people. They've got nothing to do. You know, a, a, a corporations don't, they're not living men and women. Their children have been injured and dying, and they're not warning anyone else. And as Alana said, they should be on the rooftop screaming and yelling. You couldn't, I know you couldn't give me a billion dollars to be quiet if my son or daughter was injured or killed by a vaccine. No money would stop me from warning everyone around me. That's why I preach, because I want to warn people what the Bible says is going to happen in the future. And I couldn't be quiet about that, and I certainly can't be quiet about this. If this is true, if what Alana is telling me, and I'm beginning to think it's, it is right, because I've got neighbours that have now gone dog on me and won't talk about their daughter, 14-year-old and granddaughter, 
that, that has been vaccinated a few months ago, ended up in Whangarei Hospital with a heart rate of 175, shaking like she had Parkinson's disease, 14. And they won't talk to me now. They were going to do an interview. So who's got to them? Well, I think Alana's right. I think that that's what's happened. They've been paid. And I'm, I'm wondering, I'm thinking, what would I do if I put my evil cap on? Well, I'd give them a big lump sum and I'd promise them they'll never have to work another day in their life. You can just, we'll just, we'll just give you to keep you quiet. But if you say a word, the money stops because you'll have the blood of, on you'll, you'll, you'll have children and people on your conscience that die of Omicron uh, because they didn't get vaccinated. So it's very important that you keep quiet about this because it's for the greater good. That's what they're saying to them. I know it. It's just it, doesn't, it doesn't speak well. It doesn't speak well of most people. This this tragedy. Um, there's, you know, I, I think there's the most people and there's the best people, and I see that in the doctors. There's the most doctors. It doesn't. It's not a. It's not a badge of honour to be in the majority necessarily. Most doctors are craven cowards and taking the money and protecting their their jobs. Some doctors, I say, the best of them are the NZDSOS doctors. And that probably applies in every field when you think about it, you know, in, 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 including in sport. You know, there is the most most rugby players are like this and then the best ones uh, make the All Blacks. Well, I think we've got to stop favouring majorities uh, in terms of expertise and look to the ones who are the inspiring few, the gutsy few. And uh, But unfortunately, the public are the same. And most of the public seem to be go along to get along. And I see them on the streets of my little town wandering about in face nappies in 28 degrees. I mean, it doesn't get much madder than that. And, uh, and putting their children in the same things. And it's just, it, it doesn't speak well for us. I used to think that most people were, were sensible. Well, you talk about the doctors. Now, we've got to start naming names. I'm going to tell you a story. I, I know a, a man... I've been friends with him since I was 10 years old. We used to ride to school together. We've been away on Christian camps together. He's he's a Christian, so he says, apparently. And his name is Dr. Graham Sewell. He was one of my best friends. And I can remember in 1982 or 83 when he was studying, and I said, what are you going to do, Graham, when you when you graduate? What are you going to do? When you finish, what 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 you know? Do you think you'll be a GP or a specialist of some sort? And he said, "Well, I think I'll go into, I'll be a skin specialist." I said, "Oh yeah, why is that?" He said, "Well, there's a lot of money in it." I said, "Oh." He said, "You just keep giving them creams; they never get any worse, and they never get any better." Wow! And that was wow. the day that I lost my friend. 1983. Yeah. yeah, good on you. And that's, I think, is the caliber of a lot of the doctors in this country. Hmm. Where did he learn that from? He didn't learn it from his mother and father. His mother was a brilliant doctor. She was our doctor. And it just shocks me that people would 
that he would say that to there me. There are teachers like that. There are teachers like that that just, you know. I know, I hear them. Oh, you get we eight weeks them. holidays. Yeah. Well, that's not a reason to go into school teaching. Yeah. You get eight then weeks the holidays. Brilliant, the brilliant, brilliant ones, like you know, add, they're the ones add, you remember. I'd, I'd just like to add on what Liberty said that, like, um, to be honest, I'm from the UK. I have a friend who works for NHS. And like, uh, sort of a consultant for the doctors, if you know what I mean, if you get what I'm adrift. And anyway, he told us himself that there's only a certain amount of patients that you are allowed to let through. And the rest, you have, you have to, this is by the government telling them that you have to give them some sort of bullshit to take them off the case until the right time comes up for them to go into whatever medication they need. For example, let's say, um, sorry about that. They're doing, let's say they do, they do x-ray, a chest x-ray, yeah? But they're only looking out for one specific thing. They're not looking out for any other, anything else. And what they do is they just, they just, there's only a, like, there's a number, there's a number up, there's a num there's an amount of people that you, you can let through so much. And that's only, I don't know whether it's to depopulate the population around the world or, or a certain amount of countries, but um, I'm with Liberty on that, and I, and I, I totally know what you're saying. Anyway, how are you going, people? My name is Herbalist, uh, I'm working in the UK, I'm working at a flipping a COVID test centre. Um, you sound like a taxi driver. You, you sound like you're driving a driving a black cab in London. I think most British people. I would say Newcastle. Like Newcastle. <laughs> which, 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 which city are you in? Which city? Um, which city? Go ahead. I'm in the Midlands down Herbalist. south. Midlands uh, in All Leicestershire. Right. I don't know if you've heard of Leicestershire. Leicestershire. Yeah, we've heard of it. Thank you for thank you for calling us. Leicester City. And, heard of Leicester mm, City. Mm. Oh, Leicester City. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leicester thanks City. for calling us. You're welcome to call any time. If anyone else has got what, what I'd particularly like to hear from tonight is from people that know someone that has a child or know people that have developed heart condition after, straight after the vaccine, and and that know children. Children don't. Doctor Elena said this morning that five-year-olds and twelve-year-olds they don't have heart attacks, but they're in hospital with heart problems after the vaccine. Mm. And you need to speak up. Everyone needs to. We need to 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 speak up. We can't be quiet. When people say, "Oh, the parents, they're just not sure whether they're going to come and come forward and, and say anything yet." Mm. And, and I won't say anything until was, the parents yeah. say something. Yeah. Well, that's not we're, good we're enough. The, you need to speak the, up. Pa the passionless people, that's what Gordon um, McLaughlin. Was I talking to you about that, Grant? Were you talking yep. to me about the passion? Yeah. yeah. We, we've got to yeah. stop being the passionless people. It's uh, Oh, it's a mildly nice attribute um, that we're so soft and, you know, reasonable and and friendly and generous and all those things we're supposed to be. But we've turned very nasty recently, uh, and that's a certain amount of release of the passion, but it's in a bad way. But I think we've got to be more passionate. Like you showed me on the phone, Grant, when you wrote, you rang me up incandescent with rage once the penny had dropped about what Alana had said, and I thought that was great. I was a bit, you know. I'm a not a very good actor. I couldn't, I couldn't no, reproduce you couldn't it. You, you couldn't. Mm. Yeah, I said you got to. You got to reproduce that on the podcast. But mm. but you know, the moment had 
the moment had been lost. But that was authentic, what I heard. Um, and that is not a passionless person. And so the the passionless people can stand at the back. The, the, the passionate people have to get up and uh, and rage and, and cry or whatever else. Rage. We've got to use it emotion. We've got to use, emotion time. will win this. Facts and mm. figures won't. Logic won't. Mm. It's got to be I feel done like I'm emotion. wheel spinning. I, you know, I feel like I'm, uh, uh, I'm in a vehicle uh, in the sand, wheel spinning. I want to get going. I can't get traction. Yeah, I can't yeah, do it. Well, it's exhausting. Do you feel like that, Shane? Do you ever, do you ever feel like that? You know, you've, you just tear your hair out. You just feel like you're not getting anywhere. And then you, you have, you know, judges that have gone away to think about something and, you know, they should instantly say, the vaccine rollout must stop now. I've got enough evidence before me. Hmm. No, I, I don't get that way. Um, I figure we have to take a, a longer approach to what is happening to us because as mentioned prior, these are corporations they're with an agenda. We know for certain you can look it up that Jacinda Ardern's a global young leader. Her mission is aligned with the World Economic Forum. She touts herself as having passing legislation with all of you, the UN's tidbits in it. I mean, she's openly said these things. So there's an agenda involved in those things, and there's an agenda written on the UN's website for those things. So this isn't conspiracy theory. Anyone can look those things up. Yeah. So if yeah. they're having uh, the long approach to what they're doing, then it's what we're doing isn't going to be remedied by the system itself. So appealing to the system to stop the system from enacting its agenda is our fault, not theirs. Mm. They've built the machine in the way that they want it to work. The machine is producing the widgets that they want. They're not going to stop. So it's incumbent upon us to learn how to operate outside of their systems, build different systems, and expose their systems in ways that have been proven over time and in other situations or countries. So I'm not as frustrated with it because I see that we are making progress, and what other people would look at as a setback, I don't want to look at it as an opportunity, or as Saul Alinsky said, push through a negative until you make it a positive. So I don't think we have a, a loss here as long as we have the right point of view about what's happening, understand the pieces on the chessboard, and move them accordingly. We have to grow the we. We, it's all very well that we on this podcast broadly agree, but um, we've got to expand the we to uh, somewhat more people. Um, we've got to make we, the team of five million know what we know. And we know there's a lot of kids being uh, injured. We know that there's kids that are dying, and and adults, don't well, we, Shane? The, I mean, we know we this. We do know that, and the and the coroner has admitted one. Yeah, yeah. two, two. And, and, and why? And, and what? Why does a corporation? Why does that stop us? Why can't we be like uh, Wahini Toa? Hi, uh, family and friends. I just like to let you know that um, my daughter was coerced into getting the vaccine, otherwise she can't graduate. And she's healthy and fine. She yesterday taken the you-know-what um, 
and she is now in Miramar. She can't walk. Uh, she has nausea and feeling tired and headaches and nerve problems and also her spine and her back is sore and um, yeah it's uh, really sad I just want you all to know that those of you that said that it's safe to take better watch out because mm. I'm coming for you look what you've done never seen any liars like you guys look what you've done with your vaccine you know what Jackson. and I, con I contacted I can't believe it this is actually happening I contacted her she's my Facebook friend and I said I want, oh. would you come on the program no answer so, so no, she's, a, she's, so a, she's a pretty good actor, isn't she? If that's all fake, but she won't talk to me. Who's got to her? Why won't she talk to us? Well, maybe she's Have they gotten to her she, too? She, she, she did record she's not that, shy. She? she did record yep, that. She's not shy. She did the right thing, didn't she? The right thing. I hate using that oh. word now, those phrases. Um, she spoke out and then someone's got to her because now she's silent. Isn't that interesting? Mm, and it's happening all over. She was so passionate about it. Yeah. She was so angry about it. Blair from Southland is saying some good things here. There's hope for global change with Canada truckers leading the way. However, here in New Zealand, we're divided and need to suffer more in order to wake up. Parents who gets, get the children vaccinated then see their child either injured or die is on them. That's on them. To receive a cash payout may be pointless if the economy crashes, but ultimately God will judge parents it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's counterintuitive counter counter and that's why it took me a little while to realise that you were absolutely right and Alana was absolutely right yeah, it is counter it's, it's counterintuitive to to do anything other than sympathise with parents who've lost their child but then as soon as they take the money uh, all bets are off aren't they they, well, they, they supposed are to actually be... profiting they are profiting from the death of their child at the expense of Telling others, hmm. so you're quite. They're supposed to be the watchmen right. on the wall. They're supposed yeah. to be watchmen on the wall. If something's happened to their children. They should be up on the wall as a watchman, warning of the warning us, warning the people of the yeah. of the danger of this. And if they're not, without, all the other children money. that die from it, their blood is on these people that have just lost their childs. Their blood is on them. If they speak out and don't take the money then in God's eyes, they're not culpable. They're, they're heroes. They're good people. They're godly yeah. people. Yeah. I'm guessing but, they're selling this in a different way, though, Grant. I'm thinking how do you think they're doing it? Well, the, the, there's, it's a supposition still because I've been looking yeah. for an email or some like hard evidence to, yes. to, to put that side in. Now, what I can say is having worked – for a district health board and seeing how they operate, having been involved in an incident with one of my own children where they clearly, they had, they messed up and they were told by me, an expert board certified not to take this step with the medication they did. And then they came back and said, oh, we can't find the physician who authorized that change. 
we don't know who that was, which is utter bunk. So they yeah, cover yeah. their own tracks in a DHB. I, I know that from being on the inside of that. Uh, so could could they be covering tracks? Maybe. I've had some ACC people injured by medications. They get me in as an expert uh, to write to ACC. I do that. ACC completely disregards what has been said to them. So, yeah, they cover their tracks, and they don't always own up to what they've done either. So there's some some dodgy stuff that does happen in there. And I'm not saying that's the overall, but I have experienced directly with that with those issues in a, inside of DHB. So could they be doing that? Yes. Could it be guided from higher up? Absolutely, in this case. So um, that may be sold as you've lost your child and you know this has happened because you took the advice of this government. And we're not saying we're going to pay for your child, but you know, can we, here's something we can do because we know we can't ever bring your child back but we'd like to do something. So they could be doing that. that now, that's how they're selling it. Yeah. But, but yeah. They're saying, there's a bit, you're missing out a bit. You're missing out the bit which is uh, provided you deny yeah. all knowledge of the connection yeah. between what happened and, and, and the, that's the corrupt. And, and this is why I want to see the the email or whatever. I want, if somebody comes out and says, waiver. yeah, if somebody comes out and says, you know, this is what they offered me. And this is what I rejected. That that would be fantastic. So yeah. I, I'm I'm just looking for that evidence because I don't want to go into the outrage mob before it's time, before it's due. If this is mm -hmm. happening, people have a right to be this way. And what something that I haven't heard yet is it's our government's fault or this government's fault. If I mean that's an act of I don't know what we what would you call that? It's not. It's not treason. Maybe it's treason. It's it's a hard one for me to put together, but it's clearly criminal. If they're yeah. knowingly out there promoting something that they have that has killed children or harmed children, and they're covering that up so they can keep doing that process, there's criminality involved in that. So that's where are they? I would are they doing it to the other? See, the, what's the what's the death toll up to now on the citizens' database? Is it three hundred and seventy something like that? I somebody said. Is that confirmed? Um, well, on the citizens, because it was six hundred at one stage, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's their that's the their box. that's that's their long list. Mm. Um, but the, the three hundred and seventy is what they're you know pretty damn near sure about. Um, and are they being paid off hundreds of thousands? That's a pretty sizable total, isn't it? Um, are they being paid, or is it just the kids? I haven't heard about uh, adult victims. Been it should be easier to find out uh, whether adult victims' relatives are receiving hush money. Well, well, they can't when, expect it to. They can't expect it to to not come out, can they? When my neighbour, when the, she's the grandmother, when she told me, and she told uh, Sarah uh, Hannah from Countessman Media, she spoke to her over the phone. Um, she said that the that this, his son and daughter-in-law were under no uh, doubt that the hospital, Whangarei Hospital, wanted them to keep quiet about what had happened to their daughter, that she she was injured. And, that, and at first they said, you cannot have another vaccine. You will, This could kill you. And then their tune changed and... Uh, they said that uh, heads came talk to them and they were under no doubt that they were to be quiet and they said look it's it's 
it mustn't it can't be anything to do with the vaccine she must have some underlying problem that's caused this and they were under no doubt they had to shut up you think they're threatened as well as induced it seems hard to believe that so many people so many strong you know strong fathers you know that really should that he want a piece of of Ardern for doing that, you would think. You would think, you know, one of them would crack. Um, this but none mother of them have. Uh, you think that maybe they're being threatened as well as as well as. Well, right. this this mother told the grandmother who I spoke to personally. She said that 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 her daughter-in-law said, "Oh, what have I done? I've killed my daughter, getting her vaccinated. That's how sick she was, and that's how ill she was." And then within days, they were looking at getting her vac- get, getting her second jab. Mm. And then the, the husband and the wife were arguing about it, about whether they'd go ahead and do it or not. And then now they won't talk to they won't talk to Hannah at Counterspin. They won't talk to me. And this is just one case. And I know these people. Yeah. And so, if there's some hypnosis going on, some actual hypnosis or something, they can't the money be cha- yet changing hands. Well, money is money works on most people. Yeah, it doesn't work on everyone. And well, I, I'd is, like to think it, it won't work on me. I know it won't work on Shane Chafin. No. Oh. He could be earning probably as much as a prime minister right now as a, a clinical uh, pharmacist. Uh, she gets paid <laughs> a little bit more than that. Bit more. Quite oh, a bit. Sorry. Well, beg your pardon. No, but, but that's the uh, thing. You've sacrificed everything, got... Shane, for the truth. Well, I. You're the kind of people that we want in our country to run it. Uh, yeah, you, we need you as a poli- Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not? Why not? Why not? We need Very people well. like Jaspreet and you. I, I... We need energetic people of all sorts, energetic, mm. passionate people. People, people that, that don't want to, to be prime. Cut to, so. cut to the chase and don't use weasel words all the time. Yeah, that's right. We and, don't want people uh, that, that that we don't want people that want to be in parliament in government. We want people that don't want to be in government, but they have to because of the duty. Yeah. And then they go back to the plow when they've finished yeah. their term. George Washington duty. did that. Yeah. Yeah. The King of England called him one of the greatest men who's ever lived because he gave up power. Yeah. Mm. You, want, you want people to go in, go in to the snivel servants, and say, "Right, you're all out, unless you swear in your own blood, um, uh, promise in your own blood that you will provide an education system instead of an indoctrination system, or provide a health system that actually uh, is interested in curing people rather than killing them." Um, oh, but 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 no buts. You can fuck off. Um, we, we want honest people, so most of you will probably head for the door because you can't live up to that. But we're looking for the few who are actually decent human beings. And you people will be treasured. You'll probably get a promotion. And all you other scum can bugger off. Uh, oh, we're going to take you to court. No, you can't because we're the government. You know, <laughs> hmm. We'll just change the rules like you guys did. Sorry, it's all changed. <laughs> it's all changed overnight. You've, you, you, we're not going to argue about it because hmm. we've been waiting years to get rid of you bastards. Uh you know, you just need to do that um, mm. all the time, everywhere, all the time. We just need a bunch of people who are prepared to do that because these 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 weasels are, are 
everywhere. There's a whole class of weasels and, and liars. Um, they infest the body politic, and we know who they are, and we, we know the type, and we know the type that we want to replace them with. We have to hope there's you know, enough of them. <laughs> but it, it shouldn't be that hard. It just needs a, it just needs a mindset that, ex, that accepts that this can actually be done. But there are a lot of good people like us. I don't want you to lose that point, John, but mm. Ella's just written something in the chat. Ella, can you unmute yourself and just tell our listeners what you've just written? And, um, um, and Yes. Yeah. Um, what John said, um, yes, it would be nice to replace with honest people, uh, but uh, I, because I know a lot about those globalists and their power, as long as they are free, they... Uh, have all the money and the power in different country. They bought um, like the industry, um, so they are very influential. So it doesn't matter if one person that go to the to honest that let's say become prime minister in New Zealand um, will not resist too much because um, um, well Kennedy, what's happened with him because wasn't with them. Uh, mm-hmm. So as <laughs> I was hoping these globalists are, um, I don't know, uh, charged with uh, crimes against humanity, and after that, the world will look different. Well, we've got good people like um, Reiner Fulmich and et, et al. that are doing their best to do that, yes, to have these people brought to, imagine. Brought to account. Yeah, but imagine they will use blackmail and influence and even criminals to kill them or to do to blackmail them. Mm. Um, they will not go down easy. What I wanted to say in the morning, and I didn't say, I think the plan uh, Plan B is a war. If they lose the grip, the um, pandemic, yeah, they'll, 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 uh, they, they will, will start the a war to escape, yeah. to yeah. escape or arrest and everything. They will yeah. not go down easy. If, no. because they have the power, let's admit it. That's right. And, the and there's nothing we can do about it. We're completely disarmed. So, you know, they'll just and, make Unfortunately, yeah. Sorry, Shane. That was a, that was a black pill. Um, <laughs> Ella, you mentioned something about uh, you were in hospital uh, with a friend. Yes. Uh, a few months ago, a friend called me. I got in her home. Uh, she was very, very ill. She couldn't stand she was vomiting and was very very sick i um uh, asked ambulance the ambulance took her to hospital i was there with her uh and the doctor uh, i i made a mistake i said because i didn't know i said could be from the vaccine because she got the vaccine three weeks ago and uh from that moment everything was changed i was six hours there and in Vercargal Hospital. I was six hours there. They didn't do anything for her, no tests, nothing. The only thing they did, they inject her with some um, painkiller. Pain That's all they did. And uh, I said to the doctor, uh, why not take some blood test? Because this person can't stand, can't do, and she, she didn't have any crash, in a car crash or something. So it must be something wrong in te- uh, bed, bed internally. 
and he was very grumpy. He said, no, I'm not taking. So are you the doctor? Go and take yourself. He was very, very grumpy. Obviously, they didn't like she had adverse uh, side effects. Did you Um, get her name? Did you get that person's name? uh, I don't know if uh, I can. uh, Which person? The doctor? Yeah, we've got to start taking names and start videoing these conversations. Unfortunately, I didn't. No, I didn't because I... uh, I was angry enough, but I didn't. I'm sorry for that. Look, but don't worry, right, Ella. Right? Look, yeah. you know what I'm going right. to do? I'm going to have my phone in my pocket. I'm going to, I've got a, a lapel mic. You can buy one for $20. I'm going to have it just sitting, uh, you know, just discreetly in my shirt. I'm going to start wearing button-up shirts. And I'm going to record every conversation that I have in shops. And if, if I have to go to hospitals or wherever, I'm going to record every conversation. That is a good idea. It takes up, it takes up hardly any data. Idea. And I'm going to say, and what's your name? Some identification. Mm. Could you, right, how do you spell it? Right, okay. And how do you pronounce that? I want to know who these people are that are giving this sort of advice. Yes. I want to hear it from them and I'm going to broadcast it. Yeah, I you're, would uh, very similar to, you're very similar to, to Liz Gunn in that respect, Grant. Um, no. I've, been listening to, I've been listening to her interviews and um mm, very good she you know ella what you said is is sadly entirely typical of the stories that liz is 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 extracting from people um yeah but the, pe- this is the, a- the kind ca- kind caring new zealander seems to have evaporated yes uh, under um, influence of uh, vaccine just a moment joe uh, I want to mention something. Someone said here, uh, the papers, the discharge paper. Yes, definitely the name is there. But the problem is that friend, she didn't believe it's from the vaccine. So uh-huh. she was arguing with me, it's not from the vaccine. Yeah. Mm. I've got a, a lady I know across the road in town. And she didn't want to get it. She works at one of the schools. And they've basically, she's got quite a mortgage, a beautiful home, and she's on her own. Uh, she would be, I think, late 50s, early 60s. She can't afford to lose her job. She got vaccinated. Um, she went to the doctor. She's got heart pains. Mm. And and the doctor just talks her out of it, you know. And she's worried. And I, I didn't like to say to her, you know, you could have myocarditis or peri, peri, pericarditis. I don't like to say anything, but she, these, she was terrified of having to do this. She felt all alone, this poor woman, and she had no one to talk to. Yeah. And, the, and that's what they've done they, they, with the lockdowns and all that. They've, they've separated us all. We, can't go into the, we couldn't go into the pubs there. We couldn't go out. And we couldn't, she, she even said, the rotten cow. She said, not the neighbor, you know who she is when I say that rotten cow. She said, don't talk to your neighbor. Do you yeah. remember that? Our Prime Minister, don't talk to your neighbour. They don't want us talking to each other because they know they're, trying, they're going to kill us. They're trying to kill us and they don't want us yeah. talking about it. Hmm. And, and, you know, I, thinking people will just say, no, that's just impossible. How could this, how could anyone, how could they be? That's ridiculous that they would be yes, trying to but kill us. But what else do I we think, think now after all that's going on? What else can you th- come up with? There's no other. There's no other uh, paradigm that fits. They're, mm. they're going ahead with this rollout, and in America, what would it be up to now, Shane? It must be what twenty-five thousand deaths. Did, I'm not sure what the figure is. What do you know? 
Well, it's a, a, I stopped counting at eight plus thousand because that, I mean, that was hung in there for a while at 8,000. Well, wow. sorry about that. Someone, someone's going to have to mute I think it's Jespreet. Sorry, Jespreet. I had to mute you then. Uh, it was up to it was up to eight thousand, but that was just the United States proper VARES you can report internationally, and that was climbing up near twenty thousand last. Um, that was been a while. And but didn't yeah, they admit it could be five, point. one to five percent um, reported? So yeah, yeah, and there's be, an, uh, yeah. something called an underreporting factor that they usually give us to to let us know how underreported things are, and they don't give us an underreporting factor for this vaccine. Not that I've seen. It's been asked for. It's just not around. So we don't actually know, but they should know in the CDC what that is. So it's it's more than is being reported. And as I previously mentioned, the last time we had issues with vaccines, the highest they got was 55, and we stopped the entire program. 55 deaths, we stopped the program. Yeah, yeah. Now, they look, seem more honest case, overseas. In, in case people are listening and thinking, oh, well, I don't really know anyone. You know, I, I think that you've got to wake up. You've got to have your radar on. And when little kids end up, you know, healthy little kids end up having to go into the doctor or going into hospital, you've got to start asking some questions and find out. You've got to pry. I mean, I, I didn't, I'm guilty of it myself. My, my cousin, um, he's, he, just I look. I know two or three people that are younger than me that have died uh, in the last six months. I I should be asking them: the, Were they vaccinated? Did they get vaccinated? Do you think it could be related? I should be saying something, but I'm not. And I've got to, I've got to change my idea. Like this is my friend Lisa, um, a close friend of hers. Uh, told her the story. A friend of mine's son was in Auckland Hospital on Monday um, in the emergency room, and so Starship, and he got transferred to Starship. And, and so in the bed next to them was um, a mother and a five-year-old son who had, um, well, he had heart issues, and so he had been vaxxed because they were talking about it. And one of the things they were going to do was just send him home with some paracetamol or ibuprofen or something, she said, but she didn't even want to intrude too much. So... Yeah, he's just five years old, and um, yeah, she was just there overnight with her son, some medical emergency, not we, vaccine related because they're not vaxxed, and uh, yeah, just you know, just happening quietly all over. See, we they need to pry. Have you thought perhaps we it do. could be the vaccine? It could it be the vaccine? Do you think? We, when was it done? Is he healthy? Have you ever had anything like this before? Did you know that five-year-olds don't get heart heart issues? They don't have heart attacks. It's very rare. Dr. Alana was telling us it's almost impossible for a young five-year-old to get have a heart attack. I've been reading today. To get involved. Flicking through the yeah. social media about a lot of parents, moms, dads reporting about uh, what's happened in schools today because it was day one for many people, the school going mm. back. And I'm yep. just sitting here listening, reading a few comments and one of these ladies says, and I know her personally, she says, my daughter in year seven and son in year 10 were called into the deputy uh, principal's office, TNL. He asked them about exemptions. He knew that they, what uh, they, the kids knew what they had to say. The principal told them they should have a mask in their pocket in case they scared their classmates by not wearing a mask. Both of my kids said it's not their problem. The principal then went on to ask them if they cared about their mates' feelings and how upset they could make the rest of the students in their class. Again, both of my kids said, no, that's not our problem. 
what a horrible man for trying to guilt trip my kids. This uh, is one. Well trained. I, well trained. I, I have a friend, and for her, this happened in November before the schools were over. And uh, she had her daughter uh, be asked by a teacher to stay after class. And the teacher told her that, you know, you're 15. Come with me. It'll take 15 minutes. We'll get your vaccinations done. And no one's a wiser. You don't need to tell your parents. So my friends, wow. they promptly did a homeschool application, pulled all, they've got four kids, all of them out, and they luckily got their exemptions back last week before the schools went. This is what the teachers are doing now. This is just day one of the class school going no, back. I, I, can, I, can I put in for two seconds? I just wanted to say something on your last uh, bit of movement. Hello, Liberty. I hope you're doing very well. Yeah, go ahead. Welcome. Um, Hello, I've just woken up. Um, what, what it is, is uh, it's a nice topic to wake up to, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I hope everyone's had a lovely morning. I haven't gone to work today because I stayed up too late. No, I'd best not say that. I didn't get sick. Uh, but, like, uh, so, so what I was going to say is to, to what you was mentioning about work. Now, I've been in work. Obviously, I've been working for a long time. And two people took the vac, the, uh, sorry, the, the jab. It's not called a vaccine, is it? Um, so they, they took they took the jab and whatever the weather, but they have, um, they've got respiratory problems and they've got heart problems. And the, one doctor said that they've got angina. And I was so shocked. Like, I haven't took the jab. I'm not an anti-vaxxer or nothing like that, but I just, I just, you know, I chose myself to just wait, and it's just wait, it's shocking. Wait a lot of experiments. Will t- uh, well, this is Well, wait until it works. More to the point, yeah. isn't it? You know, and and when someone tells me that you can't pass it on and it's actually doing its job, then I'm going to be more inclined to take it, it, it without a doubt. But because of all this, all this stuff around it, it's no, I'm still going to wait, but. All I was saying is, and I'm going to sh- cut it short, but I swear okay. to God, for the people in, in my workplace, and I thought it was like, oh, here we go, because my mom and dad and family have took it and whatnot, and they've had no problems, but my people in work, it seems like a pure catalyst. It seems like if you've got something going on, it is going to speed that thing Make up. It, make it massive. worse. That's, That's right. what Dr. Elena yeah. said. If you've got cancers, it's exciting them. Yeah. It's... it's um what do you call it? It's aggravating yes. your illnesses. Mm. It's like if you've got a weak link, something wrong, it aggravates it. And that is proven in my eyes now. It's really proven now because a lot of people who who have got like underlying like problems that ain't actually major have, have seemingly gone. It just seems to have. Like I say, I had a mad chain reaction and and helped it. And it's scary. And you know, this is why people are. You know, like I know I'll finish on my missus. You know, my missus is she's waited till the death to not to lose her job, and hopefully the lifting the vac the 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 mandate. It's weird. I've got to be honest. Like when you look at it from out the box, like me, I don't have to take it, thankfully. But it, you know, if I had to lose my job, though, if I was to lose my job, would I take it? I probably would because what am I meant I to do for my children? This is what, what this is what I do. I'm finding people are saying I I need my job. Yeah. It's really and there doesn't seem to be any remedy. Work. There's no lawyers, is there, speaking out? There's no, except for here, we've got Liz, Liz Lambert. She's about the only one that's that's helping people, and a, and a few others that, that are in her Zoom group. They have hundreds of people ring in with losing their jobs, and um, she's got a remedy. She's got the Facebook page, um, or they have the group of them. It's called um, 
Section 83, it's a New Zealand part of the New Zealand law, employment law, I think, Section 83 uh, NZ on Facebook. And that's got uh, how you can stop the, your company forcing you to be vaccinated. But the thing is, if in the UK, your, your prime minister's come out and said that's the end of all the mandates. But what about the businesses, the corporations? Are they stopping or are they just well, being no, a law unto themselves? It's, it's, it's on their head, be it. So like, if your business, for example, like the one I work in, like, if they've got a, a you know, the, oh, it's me, a rule, you don't have to work from home. Certain people do, like admin and whatnot. So the, mm. they've tried and tried throughout to, to try and adhere to the rule. But it, it's not, when you look at it, it's not able. Like, it's just not, you know, it's, you can't do it. But they do, they somehow they've done it. And I'm surprised they ain't gone under. There's a lot of companies that I'm surprised ain't gone under, to be honest, because of this. And okay. it's like they've forced that. Um, it's like they want you. that to happen for the government to bail them out in order to the government to give them money to take ownership of the business. It's like it's a weird, mad movement to be honest. So, do you think that that Boris coming out and saying that you know the mandates are all off? Do you think he knows that the we're we're making it um, lucrative for businesses to go ahead with what we? We have told the people, so we're telling the people, no, we want you to have your rights back, your freedoms back. And we're stepping out of your lives. But he's he's doing what New Zealand's doing, offering businesses uh, incentives to get their employees vaccinated. What they're doing, no, but look at look at him now. Like, look at uh, Fifty Shades of Sue Gray, for example. You know. Sue Gray has brought out a, 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 an article of, of looking into all the findings of what he did. He's the most hypocriticalist person in the world. It's, it's unreal. You find people, Boris, yeah, you find people all this time and told them to do what you, you, they should do. And then he went and his party went again, against it. And it's disgusting, really. It's like, it's just blatant hypocrisy it's it's absolutely out of order but on that note it shows it shows why he's doing what he's doing now he's dropping everything because he can't keep pushing something that's like what like 97 percent like you know you're okay like you can't you, there's there's so much like for this stuff now it's like we need to like kind of relax a little bit and stop worrying so much and if we do do that i think we'll be better off in the long run but these tell us, media um, and everything is just yeah. kind of crippling us. They're literally crippling us. Tell us, um, Caps, if that's your name. Uh, yeah. You're, you're, you're in the real world. Uh, we're with real COVID all over the place, supposedly. How, how do you feel about it? How What's the mood like in a to country honest, which is supposedly people. riddled with it, you know, apparently? Well, it's much, not. Much it's it's not. Everyone's doing – I fully agree with what you're saying – Supposedly, we are riddled with it, but it's not the case. My missus works for the QE hospital, Queen Elizabeth Hospital. Like, literally, she's going there in about an hour. And, and like, you know, it's she's told me, like, they, they say the fully, uh, you know, full, full capacity. And it's like, look, whether there is something or not, it's pointless going on like that because you say you're full capacity, but you've got half your workforce out of work. So it's not because of people in there. It's because you can't actually hold a ward up. You know, it's, it's yeah. just there's a lot of things going on. And if people just look at the way the media just outline it, it's, 
it's pretty it's pretty not very good. I, I can swear all day long. I don't need to, but it's just out of order at the end of the day. Yeah, it's just. So you're not you're not wandering around in terror of catching. No, COVID. you must be mental, mate. I've been going to work. I've been yeah. commuting for the last three years. Just like my missus has been told by the end of Friday, by the end of this week, she's lost her job in the NHS sector, and it's it's disgusting in the healthcare sector due to what. Due to now, you want to make a mad, crazy decision, even though all them people you were clapping for a year and a half ago, you're literally telling them that they're wrong, and you're you're you're, you're stopping them from working and earning a living. It's disgusting. It's just blatantly disgusting, and I don't know how far they. I I believe that the government has actually kind of realised that we can't keep doing this because people are going to rebel, and and something is going to come. And that's why they are dropping the COVID vaccines. That's why they've dropped the passports. That's why they're possibly going to lift the care homes because they ain't got enough people anymore. They've shot themselves in the foot and they bloody know it. They're going to chop us off. Do you want to come back for half an hour or so? Yeah, I'll I'll be on, definitely. I'm I'm willing. Come back. Everyone, welcome. Thank so, you for giving um, me uh, giving me that time as well. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, you need to get it off your chest, Caps. Well, um, we'll be, I hope everyone comes back because I want to keep this going. I, I'm, I think we're on a roll here. So uh, let's um, let's go out to Tom Petty and we'll be playing Tom Petty and come straight back in. So just refresh your screen. Oh.